I'm Henry. And I'm Brendan. Welcome to another episode of Life in Perspective. Okay. Um, okay. So mine, I had a little bit of a struggle, especially in the time period. If I had had a week to think about it, I would have thought more in depth about it, but I had to come up with something pretty quick. So, um, I'm going to use the MacBook that we're recording this on has been a game changer for me for a few different reasons. Um, the main of which being that it helped me, you know, um, it's one of the lightest, easiest to use laptops I've ever owned. All my laptops previous were either really slow or gaming laptops, which are not not great for work. Not great for work. <coughs> not I made great that for same transportation. Mistake. Yep. Yeah. Not great for anything except if you want to play Overwatch while you're on vacation. True. Right? Which yep. I which I'd used the alien. There was for. one time. Um it was when my son was born. And uh, he was in the NICU, so we had spent a lot of time in the hospital. And um, I was really grateful that I did have a gaming laptop at that time because mm-hmm. I was playing The Witcher 3 in the hospital a lot because my wife is sleeping because she just had a baby. Right. My baby's not in the room with me because he's in, like, a little pod in some other part of the hospital. And so I just got hours and hours and hours to kill. And so I'm playing, uh, like, Witcher 3 at this tiny little desk in the hospital room. Um which I gotta say was like a pretty of of how chaotic and how terrible uh, all of that went because my wife had preeclampsia, so she was dying, um, and uh, you know Oliver had been premature. He's you know six weeks premature, and so mm-hmm. there was that stress, and you got the stress of the you know my the last like three days that we were at the hospital prior to him being born, which is just a disaster. Yeah. And so I did enjoy having that gaming laptop because it was like this moment where I could like immerse myself in the the you know land of the Witcher, which is my I adore that yeah. um, narrative and that world building. Um, but like you said, like it's just it's heavy and the battery dies and it's terrible yeah. for work, like because it you can watch Netflix for about twenty six minutes before you got to plug that thing right, in and the fan is spinning all the time and all the lighting and all I the, know. I, it's such a brick too. I I brought it to my first semester at college. I brought an Alienware laptop, and man, that thing it ripped a hole in my backpack because of how like <laughs> of angular it yeah. is. You know, Alienware is really an angular brand, but it ripped a hole in my backpack. It was constantly the charger itself weighs like two pounds. Yeah, and it gets really hot. Too. And it gets really hot, so I had to get like a smaller charger, but it doesn't. It didn't charge it well. It just kept it yep. at the same battery level so I could use it for school. It wasn't very good. So I got this as a gift when my dad stopped using it because he he loved it too, but he couldn't get used to the keyboard shortcuts, switching from Windows to Mac mm-hmm. for his AutoCAD stuff. So he gave it to me, and he was like, if you don't use it, definitely give it back because it's a great laptop, but I've used it every day since i got it and it's is this what when did you get it how long have you had um it? almost a year 
And so is this what kind of kickstarted your Apple? Yeah, this is exactly obsession? what did it. Yeah. Um, so it was, I had this and it was running so well. It's so fast. It's so smooth. It's got the M1 chip thing, but it's not like the highest end M1 chip. It's like the early adopters M1 chip. So it's sure. not perfect, yeah. but it does things really quickly and it was working really well. I wrote my whole book on it. Um, so it, it just, it chews through everything that I need it for and everything that I've found that I've needed it for, like the video editing of this podcast and any of the audio stuff it's handled really well and it's just it's light it's and yeah it really kick-started my whole apple thing so now i'm an iphone user again i have an apple watch i use airpods i have an ipad that i use for other things like that and it's just the seamless integrate that was the other reason that it's a game changer is removing that like extra step of like I have to get this app or press this button 100%. to make these devices sync seamlessly together. Yep. I just get all my text. Like when I'm video editing on this thing for last week's episode, you texted me your thoughts on it, and I was able to text you back whilst still in the machine without having to like pull out my phone and everything, right. yeah. which is great. It's just I love that about this specific tech era of tech because everyone's trying to do this with tech right they're all trying to get this ecosystem thing going right. on and like seamless integration and you're not it's nice it's removing yourself from the system like it, you were talking it, about last it week. is nice it, 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 the only thing that can be the only annoyance with that is that you have to commit to an ecosystem right which we had a conversation about yeah. the other day the the, the the player in the game that i think is just absolutely failing to do this is samsung personally yeah. i know there's a lot of people that um you know, love Samsung products and I used to use them, but much like you, I switched over to a Google pixel at one point, And then I also at the same time kind of got this newfound, uh, like desire for smart home tech stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like you said, switching over to a, uh, ecosystem is such a valuable thing because now all of your technology is communicating together. Mm -hmm. I do have a Samsung watch, but that's because I bought it years and years and years ago. Uh, my next watch will be not a smartwatch mm. um, because I really only use it for the time. And so yeah. having to charge a timekeeping device when a, you know, traditional watch lasts yeah. for 10 years, oh, 20 years. So it's like, it's such a waste. And um, it's not that I never find myself using the other f features. I don't care about the health thing because it just never s feels oh, accurate. Really? I use that um, all the time. Well, so I have, a, I have a unique issue and maybe it's just this watch and I'm sure they've fixed it since then, but... Um, I have a tattoo right where the sensor is. Oh, right. We've talked about And this. for some reason, it makes it to where it doesn't read correctly. So I could switch my watch to my other wrist, but that's not how I operate. I've been wearing a watch on the same wrist for years, and right. I rather lose and that. A lot of people say it's the wrong wrist, by the way. I don't care because <laughs> I it's what makes sense to me. And um, I use it for the utility, not for whatever kind of you know, fashion style, whatever people think. Um, Does it not bother you on your right wrist though? Like I never have that or, issue. I've, I, at first, at first I used to knock into stuff. Uh, but then my brain just started to learn not to do it. The only yeah. time where that is not the case is when I'm playing like Overwatch or something. I will take my watch off because I don't like See, that. I do it's that on anyway. My witch hand, uh, my uh, mouse hand. Um, but, 
I'm sure they fixed that problem in the future, but I never really saw the value in it personally. It's like I don't need to uh, – my strategy is going to be the same regardless of whatever data comes from that. I think it's just yeah. a weird way for people to pat themselves on the back for no reason. Um, but See, for me, it actually makes me competitive. Like I have a buddy who has an Apple Watch, and we actually share data with each other. So and I, I believe I can that, see, but I just like, don't think that you right see – I don't think that you see like, oh, my friend is – beating me on steps so i'm gonna go run up and down the stairs i for actually an hour. do that that's crazy. i'm not kidding that, <laughs> well, i literally you, i just i just I saw that. that he's beating me and i'm like now it's in my head like i gotta go run i gotta go do something to beat him because he's kicking my he's doubled me right now he also plays soccer so it's not really unfair <laughs> i don't do yeah, anything right. so it's it makes me really focus on it a lot when i beat him i feel really happy but when i'm not beating him i'm like but i i understand i just have a fundamental issue with having to take my watch off and charge it if i'm just mainly using it for time um and i hear you i get so little notifications anyway because of Mm -hmm. how i set up Mm -hmm. my life that it's like it just it's just a hindrance i i I and i have a system there it's always charged it's just obnoxious to me that um like if I had a uh, the watch I'm looking at getting, um, is something that's gonna have a really long bat life that I literally never have to take off. So right. I need to be able to wear it in the shower, and I will never take it off. And it will just literally like phase into my arm because if right. I could have my choice, I'd have a little display embedded into my wrist that I never had to worry about again. <laughs> that was just always there. Right. Um. But what specifically, bringing it back, what specifically about the um, MacBook changed so much for you? Um, I really do think it was the chip and the speed and efficiency with which it was able to do all the th- normal things I was doing. It it doesn't lag when it's opening any kind of window ever of any like search browser or any app that I use. It never lags open. And it processes really quickly. And the e- I had never been like a Mac OS user. Right. And it's, it's just, I think it's better suited for my brain. I don't think it's for everyone. I think there are, I think at least 50% of the people out there need to be using Windows because it's just better for what they want. Like my brother, for instance, um, hates, hates Mac OS because they can't get into it. Like, you know, Windows users like to be able to say they can get into their OS and Right. Twiddle around with things and fix things. Well, I know the tons panel. of people that like open their BIOS once a week. <laughs> right, know? exactly. And like Linus from Linus Tech Tips will never use Mac. Well, if what you're looking like, for is like fine tuned performance, that's right. just not what the. I can't it, adjust the fan curve. I can't do little things like that. Right. But I never did anyway. What I want is just I want to click a button and I want to have the window open up. And when I, I type, that. I want it to type and. I don't want to have to do third-party settings to get an app. Sure. I don't want to do third-party settings to get my phone messages on my you know, on my laptop. Yep. It's, and it's perfect. I love that about it. I, there are I shortcomings. Totally it. It's got two ports. I've got a dongle for everything. It's definitely got shortcomings. But as far as game-changing pieces of tech, I mean, I I don't I don't know. It's just the seamlessness with which it works works perfectly for me i will say um, i don't feel locked behind it my major problem is is just that i do so much work on google workspace that it doesn't Mm. make sense to use uh anything but something that is easily accessible to chrome and all of all of like 
Chrome's, like you said, ecosystem. Like my right. phone and my computer through Chrome are synced up. Yeah. My email, my work stuff, Sheets is easy. Yeah. It's integrated and into can, the phone already. I can download all of that on there. I just but you're right. It requires a second step. Exactly. exactly. That's what I I didn't want to keep having to download new apps. I was even looking at replacing Microsoft's Workspace Suite because I use Microsoft Word when I write. I because I'm just so used to it at this point. Right. But I looked at replacing it, but I was like, there's no way I'm not going to unlearn that habit. So I just... I will it, say um, the one piece of Apple tech that I do use and that I will probably always use um, is AirPod Pro specifically. Mm-hmm. I was looking for a noise-canceling headphone because I just had so much... Uh, like I was just... I was just so overwhelmed all the time at a certain phase of my life, and I just needed to remove some sensory input. And um, I just fell in love. I don't even use the noise canceling all that often, but it's just, mm-hmm. it just, even not being paired with Apple, even though I think they'd be even better if I had an iPhone. They are. Um, the, just, their battery life is con- is pretty good. Their sound quality is, it's just, it just is really simple. And it works really well. And uh, yeah, the Samsung Buds whatever have a better spec noise canceling. Mm-hmm. Like they aren't l- industry leading on noise canceling. They're not industry leading on sound quality. They're not industry leading on any of those things. Right. But they just like things like like how easy it is to switch from noise canceling to transparency mm-hmm. and how well the transparency to noise canceling transition goes right it's so easy and yeah. it's just so solid and i think matt uh apple in general is just they don't do anything that is necessarily mind-blowing but the things that they choose to do they execute perfectly yeah and that's just that's the history of their company and it will continue to be why yeah, they which are is why they'll never an be, industry leader yeah they'll never be first know? to market they'll never like I, I do think that when Apple, like when the smart glasses trend starts coming out, Apple will just be at the top of that ladder. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to put the first product out. There's no, no shot that they do that because no. they they expose themselves to to putting themselves on display as the people that made mistakes. Right. And even though they make those same mistakes internally, they get to yeah. watch other people mess up and then yeah. come in and fix those problems. And they, they have enough headroom to make the mistakes internally yeah. and come out with the better product but later on. It's know? also hard to justify the price of Apple sometimes. Yep. It really is. Like the the new Apple Watch Ultra or whatever is like what, like eight hundred dollars? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, that's like a replacement watch for like scuba divers, marathon runners and cross-country hikers like that's what they built it for but but it doesn't matter because everyone is going to buy them anyway yeah because people want to have that right they want to have the ultimate people that don't make movies are still buying the mac studio right you know there it's it's exorbitant but you got people who are experts in their in their craft like quentin tarantino that wouldn't be caught dead doing something like that who's still shooting on old film cameras and stuff like that true i just watched pulp fiction the other day i was um it was so good i was it wasn't as good as inglorious though i still think inglorious is better i was just watching um django and like interviews from django and all of that so um for me game changing uh it's not really an item i could i could come up with an item but the first thing that kind of came to my head is the use and the proper perspective on how to 
maximize your life with a calendar. Okay. Um, I remember there was this, uh, there was a time where I was just so obsessed with, uh, Jordan Peterson, still love him to death, but, um, he had this lecture that I listened to probably once a week for about two months. Right. And it was all about schedules, calendars, routines, et cetera. Um, and I never used a calendar up until that point ever. I was like, um, I'll just remember mm-hmm. or, uh, why would I use a calendar? I'll just do whatever I want. Right. And then I realized, um, what he was, he kind of pointed out was it's like the whole point of a calendar is so that you can design the day you would want to have. Right. It's not a, it's, I think so many people when they think of calendars are like, okay, well, um, I have to do this, then I have to do this, then I have to do this, then I have to do this. And then that's the end of the day. Right. When in reality, it's like, well, what is it that you actually, what, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. And that kind of kickstarted that, what we kind of what we talked about last week of this idea of taking control of my time was like, okay, well, what do I want my life to look like? Okay. Well, I'd like to, and put, put what you want on there. Like I'm, I'm, I'm such an advocate for that. People make so many mistakes when they move over to calendars or schedules or routines. It's like, okay, well, um, I think I'm gonna wake up at five tomorrow because I want to go on a mile run at five. Now I haven't ran a mile in gosh, I don't know, since high school and I haven't woken up at five literally ever in my life. Right. And so, and I don't want to do it. I just, I, I don't know. It seems like the productive thing to do. It's like, right. okay, I want to wake up at nine. Yeah, no. Okay, it's... great. Maybe you want to wake up at two o'clock in the afternoon. Fantastic. So you say, okay, I'm gonna wake up at two in the afternoon. I have this, this, and this that I need to get done today. And then what am I going to do for myself that I want to do? Well, I, I don't want to do laundry. I love doing laundry. But then I say I don't want to do laundry <laughs> right. or I don't want to uh, go to the grocery store or right. I don't want to clean the bathroom. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, put it on your calendar when it makes sense to you to do it. Mm-hmm. But also make sure you put into your calendar, well, after I clean the bathroom, I'm going to spend an hour doing whatever it is you want to do. And that could even be doom scrolling away on Reddit for an hour. Right. Um, now what I've come to to do is I used to schedule, I used to have so much, so much neuroticism around my calendar. I had color coded every five minutes when it said I left, I left when it said I, I had to do some, I did it and yeah. had all of these, um, like super defined rules and regulations. Now, that I come to realize is like, well, that's, I just built a, pr- a prison right, <laughs> for yeah, myself. You've removed all your autonomy at that point. Um, but what I use my calendar for mainly now is uh, I share count my calendar with people who need to know my time very frequently. So like my wife or people who I work with very closely, um, yeah. they do the same with me. And so we know what people are doing when they're doing it, which is great. But now I mainly use it to prioritize things that I care about that I may forget. Um, mm. and these aren't just like people's birthdays and stuff like that. I'm going to be honest. Right. The, I just don't care too much about that stuff because yeah. ever since like Facebook and Instagram and everything notifies you that it's your birthday, it's like, well, people just got a notification and hit auto reply and right. send a birthday yeah. message. Just, it just seems less genuine to yeah. me. But, um, I did think for a while I wanted to create an app that would automatically send all celebration messages for me so I could just set that up and never think about (laughs) it again, which I have started that project. Um, Of course you have. um, But Is it an Excel bot? 
It's uh, it's not Excel. It's using a Zapier as a program. <laughs> I can just set it up on schedules and then have it send emails for me. Oh, that's awesome. Um, sends email birthday messages. Now, listen, before people... If you ever receive an email from Brendan saying <laughs> happy birthday, then you know where it came from. Listen, people can tell me that that's not genuine or whatever, but it's like... It's just I as genuine took, as a Facebook Exactly. I took message. all this time to develop the system so that you know I didn't forget because right. I'm going to forget. Right. Anyway, so for example, like I have stuff on my calendar next week for time that I'm dedicating to spend with my wife. And so it's on the calendar. And once it's on the calendar and it's something that's important to me, I treat it as, you know, sacred. Yeah. It's like, okay, this date t- time that I have on there uh, is there for a reason. I set it up so that I'm not going to forget. And when I'm talking to other people, I just cross-reference my calendar and say, oh, I'm actually not available. And this seems like such an obvious, like, oh, yeah, the dude uses calendars. But it's like leveraging a calendar to, like, extract the most juice out of your life as you possibly can. Well, yeah, it's just, it's casting a vote for the day you want to have. Kind of like we talked about in routines, casting a vote for the person you want to be. It's like casting a vote for the day that you want to have rather than trying to like make your day work around. Well, exactly. Or, or like, you know? for example, what we were talking about because I'm taking some time off of work and I'm trying to get some other things done as well. I got about 70 hours for the work that I have to do in a five day period. Mm-hmm. Um, and so <laughs> that's a lot of hours, even for yeah. somebody like me who works a ridiculous amount. So, right. What I did was I said, okay, well, how do I try? There's going to be no balance here, but how can I get the most amount of balance possible? And so I'm going through it and I'm saying, well, if I start at this time and end at this time at this day, then I can make that plan fit. And then on like tomorrow night, uh, we have people coming over. And so I have that blocked in and that lets me know, okay, well, this doesn't sum up to the right amount of hours. So I got to move that over here. And so then I got to do this differently. So it allows me to hit all of my goals that I want to hit. Um, with some little bit of preparedness, and then as mm-hmm. well, it uh, it's just creates this communication bridge between me and my, um, you know, community of people. Right. Yeah. Of knowing where. No, I I do a available. similar thing. We have a shared calendar that we put you know events that matter to both of us. I have my own personal calendar for my own events that don't involve. Yeah, her I do at too. All. So you know, too like, spammy. Like you know the podcast episodes. I don't necessarily put on our calendar because right. she knows when I'm going, but it's for me to look at anyway. But things like cousins' birthday parties or family events uptown, that goes on the shared calendar. So I I, I get that a lot, and I think that's... What's so strange to me is like what we were just talking about. Like people find, can sometimes find using calendars or reminders as like this non-genuine thing. Like so, for example, if I were to put in a a reminder in my calendar to... um, remind you know remind you to pick up flowers for your wife right exactly yeah. exactly um it doesn't mean it's not a genuine want for it doesn't you. mean it it's not a genuine want. It, it just means that i know that i'm not a very uh like i get very up into my head and i just don't think about stuff like that mm-hmm. and so by when putting in a reminder it. i put it in the reminder and then i put it on some sort of schedule exactly. and then it lets me not forget that in the future um, and it's not that I wasn't thinking of you. It's that I spent so much time thinking of you that I decided to develop a whole new process of living mm-hmm. my life to to make sure that you don't forget that that's something that I value. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. If I had to not choose like a calendar, which is more like a piece of like software or like, um, I would probably say my electric scooter. Your electric scooter, I think, was my original plan for this episode <laughs> was your scooter. And I'll tell you why. Uh, I got a really good deal on a GoTrack scooter, and I got it for like half off. And it right. was basically brand new. Um, and I had so much fun on that scooter that it has paid for itself it's been the best investment of $300 I've ever spent on anything ever. There's no question about it. Yeah. Um, for a few reasons. One, when it's freezing in negative, you know, 10, like it is right now in snowy, it's useless. Right. But in the summer months or when it's warmer, it gives me a time where I can like, usually I'll listen to like an audio book mm-hmm. or I'll just scooter around town you right. know, when I get some free time. And it's just really rejuvenating for me. It helps me think. But my favorite thing is um, my daughter and I, I'll put like a helmet on her. She'll stand in front and grab the the front and um, we'll, you know, safely drive around the neighborhood. And it's just this really cool thing. It's like my parents would never let me do yeah, something like right. that ever yeah. under any circumstance. And I love that I'm creating this like, I feel like this is such a unique thing that this is something she's going to remember because yeah. one thing I've learned about parenting is that your kids are going to remember the best and the worst. Yeah. They will forget everything that happened in between. Right. And so there's a benefit to that. Yeah. And there's also consequences, but having this like thing where it's like, I feel like she's going to grow up and she's going to remember that we went on these scooter rides. Yeah. She's probably going to blow them up to be like, Oh, uh, every single day we went on these, right. you know, crazy long journeys when it's just, we're doing, you know, circles. The and block, the, yeah. There's this thing that, uh, Dave Ramsey said once where he was talking to somebody who called in and, um, he was talking about dating his kids. And he was like, look, my kids, my daughters and, you know, think that I, um, think that I took them on dates every weekend. Yeah. And it was like, three times a year. Right. But that's how they remember it. Yeah. So that was a game changing item just because the, the sheer amount of joy that I experienced from that. Um, and so for a while I had like this routine where I was, um, I was, you take my electric scooter from my house about a mile away to this King supers mm. parking outside, going in, inside, buying a new piece of fruit every single day, going and sitting on this ledge and just eating it while I'm listening to, um, at the time, it was Surprised by Joy by C.S. Lewis, which mm-hmm. turned out to become my favorite book of all time and my yeah. favorite author of all time. But then it turned into reading or listening to uh, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Right. And so it's just like this really fun thing. And I feel like I never I never do stuff like that for yeah. myself. That it was it, – everything always has to be multifaceted. It has to have mm-hmm. another purpose. And like right. even after I bought it, I was like trying to justify it of like, oh, well, you could – um. You save a lot of money going quick places because you don't pay for gas. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, I just love it. Right. And that you was. Can, you can just love a thing and just enjoy. And that's very anti minimalist of me, but if it brings you joy, like, that's 
that's totally fine. Well, and and you pick and choose the things you find important. Like for yeah. example, like I only have black and white t-shirts that mm-hmm. are work clothes, and I have like some sweaters and jackets yeah, I have and stuff. This one. Um, and I just I like the simplicity of it, but that allows me to have enough brain space to sometimes have like these fun things, and they feel extra special. Right. Um. So. Yeah. That's my game changing things, uh, items. Um, probably yeah. there's so many things hard to narrow it down. Um, yeah. but we want to know what were the game changing items in your life? Uh, or maybe things like, uh, what we talked about last time, game changing philosophies. And, um, we'll see you next week. This podcast was produced by obsessed media hosted by Brandon Shoemaker and Henry young. If you'd like to hear more from us or suggest a topic, be sure to drop a comment or leave us a like. All of our socials are in the link tree up above or down below. Go find them and have a great week. Peace. We gotta figure out an outro, dude. (laughs) I had it written down and I screwed it up.